To let the good dice roll. This is going to be episode 32 and maybe a little bit of change. Who knows? We might get uh, 33 in here as well from this since I'm going to set this up as uh, hour-long episodes. Woot. So this is going to be our Demon the Fallen mini campaign that we have named Law and Order SDU dun, dun. Special Demons Unit. Dun dun! I'm sure that that's going to be happening tonight. I'm so excited! A lot. Uh, so, since Julia is here with us... Uh, Hello! And also Christina. Hi. Julia, since you're so excited, could you please give your character name and what that she does? Okay, so... Uh, my character's name is Alice Rader. She is an FBI criminal profiler. All right. Uh, at least that's what my skin suit is. Um... Do you want me to talk about my demon, or do we want to get into that? We will get into that a little bit later. Okay, so Alice Rader is a criminal profile for criminal profiler for the FBI working out of Quantico. Correct. What? You can just... I'm going to just spitball some questions at you here. What brought her into wanting to do criminal profiling? Uh, Alice was usually pretty, like, low-key, kind of boring, got good grades in school, but found that she had a really... Like, almost a knack, an, a natural ability to read people. And um, as she was going through college, she was recruited by the FBI. Okay, so, like, she had a natural knack for it. Yeah, she just was always very good at, like, understanding people and why they do what they do, whether or not she agreed with it. Okay. I assume you have a fairly high empathy score, then? Uh, empathy? I have nothing. Okay, so then you're all intelligence and... It's basically her wits. Logic-based. She's very logic-based. She's always been able to kind of, like, dissect situations and figure them out. Uh, very much, like, very good at puzzles, that sort of thing. Okay. That makes sense, then. Okay, so... Since you were recruited by the FBI, I'm going to give you a mentor of three. Ooh, mentor. You have a mentor in the FBI who personally recruited you. We will get to them when it, uh, when it, the campaign calls for it. They are a character in this. Fantastic. Okay. I'm, I'm already, like, really excited. Like, if I didn't have, if I hadn't, like, screwed my own life so much, like, in my early years, I definitely probably would have uh, followed a career in criminal, uh, criminal okay, psychology. Okay, so. Sorry, really, I, I no, would no, not right. have followed I, I, my character's career. I know, I, I just want to try, I, and, I just want to try and do the, uh, the, the GM thing of, like, wrangling cats here. So, when did she was in the FBI... Uh, through the training, did she make any friends? Did she kind of stay her kind of like lone wolf kind of thing? She's not necessarily a lone wolf. I would say that she does rely on her team a little bit. Um, she's intelligent enough that theoretically she could stand on her own in most situations, but she's also 
intelligent enough to understand that she can't do everything. So she's she wouldn't be leading a team, but she would be a very key uh, member of a okay. team. She'd be a key element. Okay. Can I ask you something? Um, what is your charisma score? Two. All right. I'm going to give you a contact score of two and an ally score of one. Okay. So your contacts are people that you know, but are kind of like acquaintances, but they're people in like high places that can get you information, specifically in the FBI. So they would be like my tech guy or my, um, or my, um, oh God's forensics guy. Yeah. And then I'm going to give you an allies of one, which can be like the tech guy, the forensics guy, the ballistics person, or some other ally that you want to make up. I've been watching a lot of Criminal Minds lately. I'm gonna Agent Morgan this. My ally is my Garcia. It's my tech girl. Garcia's so good. Oh, I live okay. for their relationship. <laughs> also, since you are part of the FBI, I'm going to be giving you a resources score of... Jeez, I gotta actually write this in. Yeah, I know. Because I'm giving it to you right now. You are getting a resources score of... Wow, I never... I did not actually look at... You're getting a resources score of three. Oh, jeez. So uh, I'm me, like a nice place, basically. You You have a income, a personal income from yourself of $3,000 a month and fifty grand a year, which is actually a lot, which we will come to find out in just a little bit. Because of the set, time. Because of the time. This setting is not set in current day 2020. Um, Thank God. <laughs> yeah, fifty grand at... Well, fifty grand from one person is a decent chunk. No, I meant like with everything going on right now in twenty twenty. Thank God. Yeah, <laughs> this would be um, the perfect time for demons to come out. I'm not. No one would even blink an eye. <laughs> have you solved any crimes yet? Um, I would say that she's um not fresh out of college, so she's maybe aided in a few investigations, but she is not personally responsible. Okay. Okay. Then I'm not going to. I was going to give you a, 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 a fame score, but we're going to go. Yeah, I would like to stay a little this bit is, lower on the this radar. Is, this is going to be your first big case. Yeah, this is the one that really caught me that I kind of, for once in my life, took the lead on. Okay, then we're going to hop over. So those are your mortal backgrounds. You've already done demon backgrounds. Could you uh, explain what your demon backgrounds are? I have Eminence 4. Which Eminence is basically how... Um, Basically, it's my rank as a demon. Yes, it is your rank as a demon. So you were actually a fairly high-ranking demon. Well-known demon. So it would make sense that I I would fall into a skin suit that's also someone who's kind of trying to move up the ladder. Could, yeah. And then I have Legacy 1. And then Legacy is how much you remember of the war in... Uh, the War with Heaven. Uh, the actual Legacy 1 is you can remember some details of the war and those you fought with. That sounds pretty good to me. Uh, this is going to be extremely important for the con- for the conceit of the entire game. Sounds good. So then, Christina, what is your character's name? I am Kenzie Hazelwood. Kenzie Hazelwood is our local serial killer. What was the uh, the name that the media had uh, decided to give you? Uh, the Silent Knight, but Knight spelled with a K. Right, because as I believe we were discussing that your your serial murder started on a Christmas Eve. Yeah, more or less, around Christmas time. Uh, I'm going to say that you've been on the prowl since uh, 2000. Okay. Um, so... But it, I guess it be kind of became more well-known around that time. Mm-hmm. Then. Yes. People started actually linking it together. So, 
because of that. Now, granted, this is going to be a weird, uh, a weird score because obviously people are only going to realize this if they know what you're actually capable of. Mm -hmm. But I am going to be giving you uh, Fame Three. So basically, if someone realizes that you are the Silent Night Killer, that Fame 3 comes into uh, account. Okay. Now, what got Kenzie onto her path of murder? Do you want me to talk about the particular people she goes after and yes. why she goes after them? Yes. Or her first kill? Well, so I was thinking about it because the type of people she goes after are... Like that low life scum, the the drug people, the drug lords that are just infecting the neighborhoods and are getting off scot free with literally no consequences. She's like a vigilante. Yeah, kind of a vigilante killer. You know, drug lord got off has clearly been fucking with a lot of people, and that's not right. So they don't deserve to be around and messing with the general populace, uh, even other criminals, just in general. People that have definitely neg negatively impacted the community, the world as a whole. Um, that's who she goes after. And I like to think that the reason she started going after is because it's something that happened to her family. Whether, like, somebody murdered her family and they just got off because there wasn't enough evidence, but it's, it's one of those things of, we know they did it, we just, evidence got lost, or something got fucked up in the investigation, but we know they did it, we just can't convict them in the court of law. We don't have enough, uh, evidence. Yeah, something happened, they didn't get convicted, and she wasn't having any of that shit. What is your, this is going to affect something, what is your biggest target that you've ever gone after? Ooh. And, and successfully gone after? Maybe it's the one that got the FBI really on your profile. Or on your, on your case. Honestly, like, probably would be like a big time drug lord. Okay. Like, think, think like that dude that's like, you fucking know they're doing it. You know, like, you know, but and, somehow and, and, there was some damn loophole that got him out Maybe of there. Maybe you've gone after a mafia don. Possibly. Or someone or very high or a, up or in those Or a mafia capo, I believe is the term that'd be able Somebody to high up in those ranks. You probably were able to take out a cell of them, like starting with the low-level dudes, and you were able to take out, like, a lieutenant's. Okay. So long as you... So basically for this, uh, while this is going to be a short campaign, if we ever do pick this back up, your resources score is considered a four okay. unless you stop killing high-profile people. I assume she probably wouldn't kill all the whole... The high is directly correlated to yes, how good because, because of your stuff, <laughs> basically you go in, you murder, like, a bunch of people in, like, a safe house or whatever, and then you steal all the fucking and money. And scrub it clean. And scrub it clean. Now then, because of that and your high-profile killing, what I am going to give you is a follower score of three. You have people out there um, who, if you were to reveal your identity to them, would basically pledge allegiance to you. The best comparison I can give to this is you've seen through the first, or I think it's the second season of My Hero. Oh, yeah. Uh, Stained. Oh, okay, yeah. How they, like, once they catch him and they get his whole, like, spiel about being a vigilante and wanting heroes to go back to being real heroes and not doing it for profit and not and doing fame. it for profit and fame that like there are people out there who follow your creed you may or may not be inspiring copycats yeah i'm not doing it for them though i'm doing it to help the community um now do you have 
any allies that you trust with your identity? Do you have a guy in the van? Ooh, um, probably not, honestly. Because okay. it, too many, even one person knowing is kind of a risk. I'm going to give you a context of one as a lawyer that you know. Okay, that's fair. And basically that lawyer is one of those defense attorneys. He's kind of like the, uh... The, the Matt Murdock, like, yeah, we're going to defend people, but, like, it, he's got, he has morals. He's not going to take the things, but, you know, he's, like, your friend that doesn't know you're, you're a serial killer. Yeah. But, like, he bitches to you about work. And for some reason, some of those people just turn up dead. Works for me. So, that is going to be you guys' human backgrounds. Uh, what demon backgrounds did you pick up? Uh, so I have Legacy 2. Okay, so that means that you were fairly high up in the... Well, not fairly high uh, up. I, I, I recognize all She a remembers more than yes. I do. Yeah. You can remember a fair amount of information about the fall. Um, what was and I went, I went a little higher than that because I have played Demon like once before and mm -hmm. dug into it. Uh, Eminence 2. Okay, so you were fairly high ranked up. Decently high ranked up. Yep. Uh, let's see, you've got a measure of influence, either an up-and-comer or a significant talent, and then... Uh, I got Paragon 1. What Paragon 1 allows you to do is anytime you roll one of your wars, uh, once per chapter, you can re-roll it. Yep, it has to be in my primary lore, though, which yes. my primary lore is Paths. Alright. Alright, so now we're going to get into the actual meat of this game for Demon the Fallen's Law and Order Special Demons Unit. Dun dun! Thank you. You all are in the darkness of the pit. The hell that you were put into after the failed re after Lucifer's failed rebellion. You've known the pit for centuries. The only thing that is there is the other angelic souls, or demonic souls, depending on your outlook on things, that have been there. No creatures have ever lived here. No space and time. Hardly anything exists except for the walls and darkness of the pit. In the arms of the angels, away you will be. In the arms... Okay. Centuries ago, your generals were summoned into the world above, onto the, onto the paradise that you had all left behind. You are all without guiding forces. No one, your your commander, Lucifer, was never here to begin with. Okay. It has taken all of your effort to retain your sanity and your memory. One of the few things that both of you remember is that the both of you in the war were best friends. That's my best. That's my girl. That's my bestie right there. That's my angel bro. That's yeah. my angel bro. That's my winged bud. That's my winged bud. As angels are, bro. who knows the gender? My wing, angels. my wing man person thing. That's my main wing man. <laughs> the both of you were known to raise metaphysical hell in your day before hell was an actual concept. Metaphorical hell. Me yes. Well, both work. Yeah. You're angels. You work on a metaphysical scale as well. Metaphorical, metaphysical, meta everything. Eventually, centuries later, after the generals had been summoned to Earth, there is a singular, resounding 
Boom! And the cry of some sort of ageless beast. And a crack forms in the wall of the pit. Bitch, we getting out. All I can think is release the kraken. Claw our way out. The hole is not large enough for the higher-ups beside that are near general status, but for you lower-ranked demons, it is you are capable of fitting through with great stress on your own metaphysical being. Crawling through this hole, this tunnel that closes in on you, you can feel... Squeeze, bitch! Squeeze! Move your fat ass! You can feel not just your own form being compressed, but also knowledges of the time in paradise being lost and scraped away by the walls as they contract around you <coughs> harder and harder until finally there is a light at the very end. Going through this light, your forms fly out with immense uh, propulsion. Going across the world that you no longer understand and know anything about. Continents have moved. Entire cities and planes have sunk and risen in the time that you've been uh, imprisoned. But you know one thing that no matter what, you and your friend are gonna make it through this. Yeah, that's my girl. Floating through the ether, you find two suitable host bodies that ring out true to you both. And going in... I call dibs on this one. <laughs> Bitch! <laughs> you go, of course you, you pick the one with the better ass. You go in and of hair. the hatred for humanity and ant angels is tempered by these mortal vessels that we have described previously. Knowledge comes flooding into you. You know that right now is February of the year 2002. In your current, uh, in your current country, uh, the Iraq war is just beginning. The war on terrorism is just beginning as a uh, as a act of terrorism uh, months past had been uh, done onto your people. Technology is moving forward at an accelerated pace. Recently, the Nokia 3310 has been released. Oh, wow. Are you both... Uh, I'm able to play Snake again. Do you all... Yeah, do you know what that is? That's the brick, isn't it? Yeah, the Nokia 3310 is that unkillable Nokia cell phone. The one you run over. The one you run over and is still fine. It, it is the GameCube of the cell phone world. Yeah, I see, I had a Nextel growing up, and I could just throw that against the wall and it was fine. Yeah. I would steal my you are You are still three years away from the release of the N-Gage. Oh Re man, how long are... We're like, what, five years, four years away from the Razor? Yeah. Something like that, I'm sure. Um... Multiple, uh, you know that uh, in the last year there have been multiple tragedies, acts of terrorism. Uh, you, uh, specifically Alice, are aware of the anthrax scare of 2001. Yeah. And actually helped investigate on that, but uh, the, 
the files are a little bit... You, redacted. You, redacted, yeah. Anything else of note? Um, recently, if any of you, if any of your mortal hosts had any interest in tabletop games or anything like that to pass the time, you know that Black Dog Studios last year had released a um, God Shard game that was a, uh, a throwback to their to their more modern take on supernaturals. Are either of you aware? Okay, so add, add a character real quick, just kind of breaking the immersion. Are any of you guys aware of what Black Dog Gaming is? It sounds familiar, but I can't say that off the top of my head. No so Black Dog it. Gaming is the uh, in-character version of White Wolf. Question. Yes. How many seasons of Supernatural do we have right now? None. None. <gasps> this is pre-Supernatural. Yes, yeah. this is all pre-Supernatural. Ooh. Ooh, that's so good. I don't think that came out until my teen years. I don't think that came out until like 05 or something like that. that. That's my teen years. Okay, fair. So, with that little aside out there, um, and just giving you guys a little bit of like, a little bit of meta plot here, because I don't think I've ever mentioned Black Dog Gaming in any of my games. Not that I've been in with you, I don't think. You all awaken um, as your demonic forms are rapidly healing the corpses of the mortal host bodies that you've chosen to inhabit. Uh, Question. Yes. Do we know how the, the, our mortal bodies were killed? No. Well, you do, but you do. So you tell me. Cool. Bitch, you shot me! You motherfucker, you shot me first! But you didn't have to shoot me next! I, I don't know why I did, but I did. I had to for some reason. I didn't want to. Well, I really didn't want to. I didn't retaliation. You shot me. I was trying to convince something. Something spooked you. Something. Something happened. Something made you pull that trigger. You didn't want to. We were both gonna walk away. Yeah, I don't. I didn't want to kill you. You're not a bad person. You're just in the way. You shot me first. Both. Wait, whoa, ow, head, hurt. I hate, ow. Oh, yeah. this is weird. Okay, something. I'd come here to confront you, but not to kill you. Yeah, you weren't on the list? I... There's a list. There's a list in, in, in the head. I know you have a list, and I don't necessarily want you to stop. I came to bargain? I don't... That doesn't... What the fuck? Alright. Am I a narc? Where the fuck are we? You okay? So looking around, you all find that yourself, was an in character and out of character question. <laughs> you all find yourself in a small uh, industrial complex building in Woodbridge, Virginia. What in a couple years, in real time for us, will become cap uh, not, uh, heroic aleworks. Rip heroic aleworks. Um, cool. Rest in peace. Rest in peace, heroic aleworks. You have tracked your target down to this industrial complex where they were, uh, basically you tracked them to here and this had been their, uh, place of operations. Okay. I don't feel like it's safe here. We need to go somewhere where we can have this conversation. 
Okay, let, let me think. I've got fear. My Whoa, she's scared. Not fear on my end. More need to get out. Need safe space. Oh fuck, oh fuck, oh fuck. If they find it, if they find out I did this, how am I gonna explain this? Okay, let's we need to find some place that's safe. Okay, so as you guys are talking about finding some place that's safe, uh Alice, your cell phone rings with a MIDI version of Shaggy's It Wasn't Me. <laughs> One of the top pop hits of 2001. I fucking love that song, by the way, because it's so bad. <laughs> I'm glad that you enjoyed my choice. I had to pull up a list of top pop hits from 2001 because I was not into pop in 2001. I'm sorry. I Hope answer. Uh, Alice Rader, how can I help you? Alice, hey, it's Ed. Uh, how are you doing? We, we lost contact with you just a little while ago. Uh, you go through your, uh... Mental database? You go through your mental database, and you know that you are talking to Eduardo, your, uh, tech guy. Ed, hey, baby, I'm so sorry. Um, I'm not sure what happened. Uh, I lost cell signal. I, uh... I thought I had a lead on the... the... Silent Night. Um, but they managed to elude me. I, um... I don't know what happened, man. They were there in front of me, and then they were gone. Well, don't worry, don't worry. The the captain's gonna be down there in about uh, two minutes. He said that he's on his way. Two. He said he said that he had heard gunshots. So he's coming in. How loud is the the sound on that? Can I hear it? Um, make me a perception and alertness roll. Nokia's were not uh, well known for being super uh, sound quality. Yeah, super sound quality. What's my target? Uh, your target is going to be a six. One, two, three, three. Yes, you can make out parts of the conversation enough that using what the, she is saying out loud to kind of determine what is going on. Okay, I'm gonna I look, like I mouth. I'm gonna wave to her and like gesture as like kind of like we need to go. I mouth run. And because I'm, I'm if I'm not here when they look, Ed. Uh, I think I still have a lead on their trail. I'm gonna follow it. Okay, yeah, uh, just keep your cell phone on. I'll keep using the, uh, the local, uh, Nokia cell towers to keep you, to keep you, to, to keep you tracked. And you can hear, like, the sound of, like, rapid clicking on non-mechanical keyboards what? in the what background. What was that? What were you saying? Ed, I can't hear you. Click off, and then turn the cell phone off. Okay, do you go to run? We both do. Yeah, I, like, grab her arm and we go, both go running. Okay. You both go running. You, uh... If we get out onto a street where there's people at, casual walking to kind of blend in. Okay. We have gunshot wounds and blood all over us. We the gunshot it. wounds have healed. The, uh... One of you had gotten brained. The other one had gotten a heart shot. Your demonic possession of that had healed it. And basically, the only thing that is... Which one of you wants to get shot in the chest? I'll take the chest wound. Okay, so Yeah, because had, if I'd gotten hit... First, and I shot you back. Yeah, like it. it yeah. <laughs> okay, so you have you have a hole, a bullet hole in your heart. With, yeah. with a lot of blood. In, so if I have a jacket, I'm gonna like try and cover that discreetly. Okay, so, so you both. It's February. I'm gonna pull my uh, my beanie on to try and cover the yeah. blood. Yeah. Hood hood up. Yeah. Okay, so you both run out, and you before you can take. 
uh, take any kind of perception roll, you see a man with a uh, a white man with a shortcut uh, with a shortcut, uh, very like professional looking haircut in a suit who points a gun at you. At, at Kenzie. At I'm sorry, yeah, at Kenzie, and yells out. Special Agent Captain Francis York Morgan, please put your weapon down. Please, like, stand down and move away from my agent. I'm going to put my hands up slowly and just kind of, like, slowly walk away from Alice. Morgan, Morgan, what are you doing? You recognize your mentor, Francis York Morgan. (laughs) Okay, back in character for a moment. That's my demon screaming internally because I also... God fucking damn it, Brenda. Holy mother of God, I'm gonna kill you. I know where you sleep. (laughs) You said something about Agent Morgan earlier and I just went, yes! Literally, this popped into my head maybe, maybe an hour ago. Because Morgan Garcia. I'm gonna, I'm going to basically stop and be like, Morgan, what the fuck are you doing? I heard gunshots. I came to assist. Is this the perp? No, this person helped. was helping me find them. She they, she lives in the area. Roll me a... She's going to look, like, terrified to try and, like, pass roll, off as, like, what the fuck is going on? you roll me manipulation and subterfuge to try and lie to this FBI captain. Cool. Six, right? Yeah, difficulty six. Cool. I got four successes. Hell yeah! Three? On how many dice? Two, three? Three dice. I got, I two, I got two, two nines and two sevens. Two tens and a one. Holy shit. Oh yeah, are one subtract? Or? Yes, one okay. subtract. Just making sure. Now, is, are we doing it where two, tens or twos and the one is only subtracting one of those successes? Yes. Okay, just making sure, just making sure. So, you both managed to quickly think, and he looks a little bit concerned, and he looks to Alice and he goes, Alice, you said that you would track the you, you would track the unsub down here. Yeah, but I have a witness that needs protection. He looks to you. He looks to I Kenzie still have my hands up rarely. and kind of like looking very like, I don't know what's going on. Like, look, if the unsub saw her face, then they're going to come back after her. I don't need the Silent Night tracking down my only witness to any of their crimes. All right, Alice, you got me. Uh, what's your name, lady? Kenzie. All right, Kenzie, you're coming back to us with uh, you're coming back with me and Alice to Quantico. We have some questions. Look, oh, okay. I'll get her back to Quantico. She. She still has her hands up. What do you mean? Away. What do you mean you'll get her back to Quantico? She said something about her dog, man. Alice, your car's tires got shot out on the way here. Yeah, so why wouldn't I take her back so that she can be in a calmer place before going I'm the only one with a car. Your car's tires are shot out. Kenzie, are you okay coming back to Quantico and answering a few questions for us? Sure. Thank you Um, so much. Are you okay? And she, like, looks at Alice, like, you were on the ground. Yeah, um... She still has her hands up. (laughs) I don't know why they let me live, but the Silent Knight just knocked me out and ran. uh, Francis uh, comes over and brushes, like, kind of like does the licking of the the thumb and, like, brushes something off of where your gunshot wound was. Huh. 
weird gunpowder residue. I mean, maybe they just clipped your head. I don't know. I just found you on Cut. the ground. Okay, okay, ladies. Let, let's. We're gonna go get some. You know what? I'm feeling Duncan. Duncan sounds great. We're gonna go. Yeah, Duncan sounds. I believe sounds, the saying is the world America runs on Duncan. <laughs> yeah, that's a that's a good CIA uh, campaign slogan there. Can I put my <laughs> can I put my hands down now? Oh yeah, of course. Sorry, sorry. He like holsters his gun. Okay, she like slowly puts him down, just kind of like in front of her, like still trying to look very meek and unsure about what's going on, and kind of like, okay, I just exist here now, I guess. Trying okay, to pass so, off that innocent bystander appearance. Yeah. You're doing it really well. You've managed to lie to an experienced FBI agent. Good job. Manipulation three, fuckers. Um, so, you guys go and get into the car with Agent Francis York Morgan. Both of you fucking hate me right now. <laughs> it took me a minute to realize what where I knew that name from, or at least the Francis York part from. Um, and then I yelled out, Captain Special Agent Francis York. Yeah, Morgan. and then I remembered, and I was like, God damn it, As Brendan. soon as he started the word Francis, I was like, you motherfucker. Uh, of course, we're, we're all playing out our favorite criminal profilers. Yeah, <laughs> so I get to play out the fucking main character from Deadly Premonition. He... Takes you guys, you all go and get coffee. Coffee is an interesting experience for you all uh, as demons inhabiting mortal bodies. Oh man, it's a very weird uh, experience. Uh, and then he takes you all to Quantico. FBI headquarters. Mm hmm. <clears throat> yeah. Kenzie's just kind of like just keeping the facade up and kind of like side glancing at Alice every so often, being like, what the fuck? Not actually saying that, but that that stare. That that a very intense stare. Yeah. At some point during a ride, Kenzie's cell phone goes off with a, you know, state-of-the-art Nokia 3310. Um, and it is playing the MIDI tunes for I'm Like a Bird. I'm like a bird, I wanna fly away. I'm really glad that I decided to do this. It's really fun. <laughs> um, so anyway, so your cell phone goes off. I'm gonna... I'm trying to think if cell phones even had, like, who they were back then. Not really. They might... They didn't have color ID, but they did have the number would pop up. Would she recognize the number on yeah, there? Yeah, she does recognize the number. Okay, who's the number, by? The number Back then you had to memorize phone numbers. Your number is from your friend... Matthew, the lawyer. Um, I just look at him while we're in the car. Can I take this? Is that okay? Francis just kind of looks into the rearview mirror and just goes, Yeah, of course. Yeah, just uh, if we start talking about confidential information, I'm going to do this number. He holds his hand up as like a shush sign. And he's like, just, you know, I'm going to ask you to cut cut it off. Okay, I'll turn the volume down on it so maybe he can't hear or something. Okay, yeah, that sounds fine. So That's how cell phones work. So she she answers it and kind of lowers She's not the a volume. a tech person. She lowers the volume down and answers it. Hey, what's going on? Hey, Kenzie, I just got out of court. Oh, my God, this, this freaking kingpin, he just... Ugh, he got away again. We had, we had so many leads on him, but he just... There was a miss 
there wasn't even a... I thought that I had submitted all the evidence properly, but apparently... I don't have any actual evidence for this, but I think he might have paid one of my guys in the in the uh, in the department to submit evidence incorrectly, which by doing that he got through a loophole in the judicial system. I'm so sorry to hear that. On top of that, it looks like he's paying off some of the victims' families, which is very very normal. From what weird. You told me. I figured, yeah, it's it's normal, but it's also a little bit out, out of the ordinary. Um, I'm also working on some fucking weird cases. Um, there's some, there's a lot of stuff coming through, coming through the lines of, like, more, more drug dealers and stuff are getting killed than average. There was one down in Richmond, there was one down in Norfolk, one down in Virginia Beach. I mean, that's, that's good, right? Well, they've got the, well, it's so weird because, like, they have the same M.O., as far as I can tell, as that Silent Night Killer that's been up here in Northern Virginia. Yeah, I've been hearing a lot about them. I mean, I don't know what to tell you. It's not really yeah, my forte. It's, it's just a little weird that it's been happening. But, like, they're, the cases are a little off. But, you know what, as, as I get the details from some of my lawyer friends, I'll... I might vent to you again. I mean, no, you, that's I know, fine. I know that, you know, do what you need to do. Whatever I mean, makes you feel better. You know, Kenzie, you're, you're really doing me a solid. You know, when they, you showed me that, uh... When you said that you could, like, be my psychologist or my psychiatrist, like, I just, it, it's really taken a load off me that we have that doctor-patient confidentiality so I can actually kind of talk about some of these things. <laughs> the irony been, being Christina went to school for five years for psychology. That, that have been weighing on my conscience. Yeah, no, everybody needs that one person to confide in and vent to about work and just everything, and, you know, okay. I'm a lot cheaper than an actual psycho psychiatrist, so, as in, you just buy me lunch. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that, that is a weird thing to do. I figured that you would have charged me more than that, but you know what? That's fine. There's, there's so many good places to eat up here. Anyway, uh, I've got, uh, I've got a client coming in in a little bit. He says that he might have something to do with anthrax. I don't know. I Ooh, think, I please, think please be careful. He, it's probably just another crazy. I'll be careful though. Don't worry. Yeah, you know. I've got. I ordered a bunch of latex gloves and face masks and everything. Okay, just just be careful. Just be careful. Your work is very stressful and not always the best. So just be careful. Yeah, don't worry. I will. Okay. Bye. Bye. He clicks off the, the or you can hear him hang up the That's phone. That's your daredevil. <laughs> oh boy, how did you know? I named him Matthew. Yeah. Matt Murdock. <laughs> We're the worst. <laughs> we listen, are. listen, there was that one meme that was just like, me as a DM, all my ideas. And now behold yes, my I stuff. Yes, I posted it. <laughs> I know. I'll have to, I'll have to post that on the, uh, the official Twitter so that people know what I'm referencing here. So the car ride continues. Uh, eventually you guys get to Quantico, you go through checkpoints, and then you guys are entering into the state-of-the-art <coughs> Quantico. Oh, she switch, switches her ringer down to silent, by the way. Okay. You guys are entering into the state-of-the-art Quantico FBI headquarters. There, two other people greet you. There is uh, Miss Helena, a young, a youngish woman who has, who was former 
as the rumors go from what that uh, you heard, uh, Miss Raider, she was former KGB until the Soviet Union collapsed. Oh, okay. Got it. It's a massive lady boner. Continue. And then there is, uh, yeah, she is, she is built like a Russian KGB agent. She's a brick. House. Here's my commander. Hi, I'm Julia. I'm here for your musical accompaniment for this game. And then there is uh, Eduardo, the uh, Spanish, tech the Spanish tech guy. He's uh, kind of shortish. Is his last name Garcia? No, it is not. <laughs> you do not know his last name. That's fine. That's weird. Because everybody wears everything. badges. He doesn't have to tell me everything. He has taken his badge, and you can see the noticeable bit of whiteout on his last name. It's, it's a matter of record. If I wanted to find it, I could. Mm-hmm. If you wanted to find out what Eduardo's last name was, you could. Yeah. Or could you? He's the tech guy. I have a dot in computers. I can figure it out. <laughs> what do I gotta do? Like, find fucking what? Mines... Uh, what is it? Uh... Oh, God. Play Minesweeper. Alta Vista. Yeah, no, you gotta go and ask Jeeves. Yeah. I'm just gonna ask Jeeves <laughs> to find it. It can't be that fucking hard. I'm shaking my head at them. Okay, so... You go, th- you go through, and uh, Kenzie is brought to an FBI questioning uh, office. Uh, sorry, an uh, interrogation room. I don't think that we would take her to an interrogation room. I think we would take Where her to... Where would you... Okay. Captain Morgan suggests you take him to... Take her? her to an interrogation room. She's not a suspect. Right, but she was in the area of the Silent Night Killer. There were th- hundreds of other people in the area as well. It's an industrial district. There were not. It's a... I should have prefaced, it's a Sunday. Is it in the morning when people are, like, going to church and stuff? Yeah. Hey, um, Kenzie, can you give me my, uh, my, uh, provision? Yeah, I'll go over to this water cooler and there's, get something to drink. If you want, there's some coffee over the machine. We just had coffee. I'll just get some water. That sounds fine. Morgan, why are you treating this person like this? She saved my life. She saved your life? She didn't. I was knocked out and left for dead. Right. Um, but so my agent's intuition is kind of ringing here. You know, it it helped me out a lot before. I I, I agree and I understand and I'm, I I don't want to question that or 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 put you. Um, I don't want to. I don't want to contradict you, sir. I understand that you have more experience than I do, but my intuition is telling me otherwise. Tell you what, can I get five minutes alone with Miss Kim? I mean, I'm not going to tell you no, sir, but I don't think that Thank an you. interrogation uh, go, room is... Go hang out with uh, Eduardo. Baby cakes? Absolutely. Dun dun! You are in the FBI interrogation room, um, despite uh, protestations to, uh, from Alice to do it elsewhere. Okay. So, uh, Miss Kenzie. Yes, sir? You were at what might have possibly... Well, you were at the scene of crime. Why did you go into the building? Well, my dog's missing. So, mm. kind of was looking in that direction since she likes to wander okay. off. Uh, do you have a name for the dog? Yeah. Her name's Piper. Piper? Okay. Uh, he, you can see him holding up a Nokia cell phone <coughs> and rapidly texting. Oh, no, 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 no. You know what would be really interesting at this time? A Palm Pilot. I don't think Palm Pilots were out at that time. They were. You know how I know? How? 
I got detention for sassing my teacher in 2003. When I got home that day, my mom had bought me the latest Palm Pilot. Before that, they were mostly used as personal assistants because you could basically like tap on them. They were one of the first touch screens. But before that, they had like little keyboards that you could like kind of enter into. They were like mini versions okay, of Okay, well then he has one of those. Phones. He has one of those. She's a German Shepherd about yay high. I can show you a picture if you want. Okay. If I can take my phone out if that's allowed. I don't think camera phones were a thing at that time. They were, were not. not. Okay, they never mind They did not come out until I was in high school. I was seven, 16. That's true. Sorry, I had to like regress my thinking process. Um, well, can I pull up my wallet? Yeah, sure thing. Okay, I just don't want to reach anywhere and keep... You're fine, don't worry. Okay, I mean, you had a gun on me earlier, so... To be fair, you did just start running out of a building with one of my top agents. Well, considering that she was unconscious on the ground, and I didn't know what happened, I was trying to get her out of there, and, you know, somebody obviously knocked her unconscious. <laughs> Sorry. Calm down, calm down. Okay. I'm sitting uh, so you, in like, you show... I'm watching this with a two-way glass with my coffee. You're with Eduardo. Yeah, with Eduardo. We're watching this. Okay. We're just kind of like watching this play out. She's kind of like, not hyperventilating, but like working her way up he, to that. He, but not like weepy. It's kind of that like anxious, like, I don't know what's going on. I'm kind of like, this is weird. This is the picture that you have. And you see him uh, on his Palm Pilot uh, doing something akin to texting. It's like, don't worry. I have some friends in the area who will see to making sure that your dog makes it uh, safely oh, somewhere and doesn't get put is, into is, a is uh, pound. Is she okay? What Alice? Yeah. She seems fine. We've got uh, some people looking over her. Okay, because she wasn't moving, so I was kind of worried for a while. So, uh, Kenzie. I have a few questions for you, if you wouldn't mind answering. I, I'll do my best to answer them. What is your opinion on people who get away with crimes they shouldn't? Like people who... Like drug dealers who go to court for dealing drugs, and then something like a slip of the law lets them off. I mean, it sucks, but I think it, most people would probably think that way, wouldn't they? You are clearly lying, so I'm going to need you to make me a subterfuge roll. Subterfuge in what? Uh, manipulation. Difficulty is I mean, be a she's not really lying, because it's one of those things that it does suck. You're... Attempting to manipulate an FBI agent during an investigation. Okay. You can either do that, or you can make me a conviction roll to uh, I don't even know how lie. that works. I'll be honest, I don't remember how those work. One, two, three, four. He looks at you questioningly. You're sweating a little bit. I'm in a fucking Quantico. There's apparently an FBI agent on that was on the ground. Why you pointed a gun at me? Why wouldn't I be fucking nervous? It's been a little bit. I figured the, the adrenaline would have worn off by now. Have you ever had a gun pointed at you? I sure Many, as hell haven't before. You're, I can't tell if you're... Would your Has your character actually had a gun pointed? Okay. Nope. Okay. I don't see that being a thing. Okay, fair. He nods. He thinks about it a moment. He's just like... 
Have you heard of the Silent Night Killer? Who hasn't? I'm assuming it's a fairly well-known person it's, by now. The media has reported on it, if you keep up with the news. Yeah. yeah. It gets hidden along some of the pages, considering that at this point the uh, the War on Terror and the, uh, well, you said the that, Iraq that, War You are, said that they've been active for two years now, so... You're, you are right about that, but at this point, like, the... A lot of that other stuff, a lot of the geopolitical stuff is starting to take God, over. Can I rephrase that then? Yeah, sure. Okay. I mean, I haven't heard about them recently, but they were a big thing, what, like a year ago or something? Uh, you're right. They were, uh, until the unfortunate events of 9-11 happened. But we're, uh, they're still on the loose. In fact, so all of our branches across the state are reporting that they are on the move. Uh, there are homicides that are very akin to them, targeting very specific people like them in Richmond, Virginia Beach, uh, Norfolk, and Charlottesville, Those as well as close. Anaheim and uh, Washington, D.C. proper. Well, the timing on it uh, shows that either they have a lot of connections, or they might have... It might be more of a cult that we're looking at. Ooh. Yeah. I'm... Like, I, I apologize that I'm going so hard on you with this, but you gotta understand, you were at the scene of a crime that... I, that I, I, I get it. We I were... Just... Kenzie, I don't want to, like... I don't want to breach protocol here, but we were, according to Miss Raider, we were this close to getting the Silent Night Killer. He's like holding his forefinger and thumb, like, like not a... even an inch apart. This close to getting the Silent Night Killer. Now, I don't disagree with what the, the Silent Night Killer is doing. He's only there, only targeting people who Parasites. have broken the law and in such a way that the judicial system might have found them punishable by capital punishment. I mean, if they're killing people, yes. But at the same time, someone cannot take the law into their hands. That is vigilanteism. It is against the law. They are... You just kind of nod your head like... Yeah, kind of that, yeah, your line of thought makes sense. Not saying Kenzie, that, but like nodding your head yeah. in that manner. Kenzie, is there anything that you're not telling me? I mean, what do you want to know? I think that you, your time near my agent is, I have this hunch, okay? You only get this okay. far by instinct sometimes. Okay. I think that you might be closer to this killer than you think. Do you have any friends that might be... Uh... I mean, uh, what kind of friends are you looking for? Like, I don't really have... Well, I've had friends, but, like, none that have been you like, don't make... yay, go! I'm literally watching this, you can like, see, do the thing! You can see his face kind of drop. In what manner? Like, he goes from being kind of friendly to suddenly, like, the facade drops, and he starts typing very rapidly on his pin pad. Uh, Kenzie, um, as a child, did you ever sustain any head injuries? I mean, I fell out of a tree. 
Interesting. Um, any uh, parental trauma? Were your parents good to you? Yeah, I mean, I assume as much as any other parents. Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, your mom, uh, your well, actually, uh, your father specifically—he wasn't abusive, was he? I'm sorry. I'm sorry. This is uh, no. a little personal, but we're—I'm trying to work within uh, Miss uh, Miss Raiders uh, with her methodology. Here. Okay. She she looks a little unsure, kind of like okay, I don't get it, but sure type of expression. And lastly, and I'm going to just complain out and just ask this because I figured this is the best thing to do. You are not the Silent Night Killer, are you? No. I knew I was a guard, so roll me a manipulation and subterfuge. Uh, difficulty is going to be a seven because you are very plainly lying. Uh, can I use, isn't it like a willpower to get an extra dice or an extra success? Yes. Yeah, I'm gonna burn one of those. Just willpower for an extra success. Come on, dice. If it's good so far, please be good. You said seven. Seven. One success. Yeah. I got With a... your willpower? Oh, two. Sorry. Two successes. I only got it. I got. I had another okay. one, but I had one. I had a one, so uh, I got rid of my other success. He he stops for he stops for a moment. He goes. He nods. He goes. Hey, Kenzie. I believe you. Can you wait here just a moment, though? Sure. I Can need I get it. Some more water. Is that okay? Yeah, of course. Uh, he taps on the glass. And like makes a signal that Ed- that Eduardo knows, and Eduardo goes to get some water for the person. Who's- I'm just standing there with my arms crossed over my chest, watching this. So he comes out. Uh, Eduardo goes and gives you some water. Thank you. No problem, lovely. Uh, and then Captain Morgan comes over to you and goes, "So, I don't think that she's our partner." I could have told you that. She doesn't fit the profile. Mm, so here's the thing. A lot of a lot of your profiles that you've done in the past, there are enough key similarities here. Had trauma as a child. Uh, what kid hasn't had, had trauma as a child? <laughs> Statistically speaking, sir, how many serial killers are able to keep pets? Typically, our research has shown that most don't. One, because the animal hair has been, they've uh, started being able to track it. Two, most of our killers that we're looking at, specifically the Silent Night Killer, shows a high level of sociopathy. There's no benefit to keeping an animal around. However, if the sociopathy was brought on by uh, childhood head trauma, that removes empathy. You never fell out of a tree? Allow me to finish, Agent. It could have... As we are still learning how the human brain works, it could have uh, stopped certain empathetic pathways for humans, but kept the pathways for creatures such as dogs. I understand. It's not unheard of. There is a chance that Kenzie here fits your profile. Not to a T. It's not just but my we profile, though. You mind. helped me make this. Everything that we know about the Silent Light Killer suggests that it is a man or multiple men working in cells, or if it's a, if it's more than one killer, it's multiple cells working under a charismatic male leader, somebody that would control them through a very like parental style uh, uh, version of almost fear of society, the need to rely on a father figure to protect them from the things that our government can't. And if we 
did go with the lone wolf one, we're looking at a man in his late 30s to early 40s with military experience, probably still um, living closer to uh, the naval bases in Norfolk, since that's where the majority of our victims were happening. The, the, the thing that we... Majority of the victims are in Northern Virginia. No, majority are in Northern Virginia? Yeah. The Norfolk cases are a brand new thing. Well, we're looking at somebody that's probably either uh, former military or current military since they seem to be bouncing between different bases. So we're either looking at a government contractor or somebody with security clearance. All right. A woman looking for her dog in the middle of the night is suspicious and I understand why you day. want in the middle of the day looking in a uh, industrial district looking for her dog on a Sunday does sound suspicious, but it's not unheard of. I once went door to door as a child looking for my cat that had gotten out and the cat came home three hours later. That's fair. There are also lots of studies that show that women who live alone, especially in larger cities like DC, typically would keep an animal for their own protection. The Silent Night Killer doesn't need protection. I did say it was a German Shepherd too. It's a bigger dog. I'm sorry, sir. I, I don't mean to contradict you and uh, undermine you. If you think that there's some validity to this, then uh, we can have a team kind of check her out a little bit. We can look into it a little bit further, but I'm not seeing enough of a correlation to what our profile has stated to implicate this individual. I don't disagree with your profiling as a uh as a professional here, but there are sometimes exceptions that prove, that prove the rule. I agree, but there's no such evidence as, to suggest that it's her. Such as, have you ever heard the case of Belle Gunnis? No. She was a serial killer from the, from 1896 to 1908. Okay. She was a Norwegian immigrant. Yes, she's the one that would lure men. Yes, who would lure men to her place and would basically murder them, dismember them, bury them underneath her farmhouse, and basically steal all of their inheritance. Yes, I know of this woman, but this- Sometimes women, now I know that recently most women cases have been nurses, usually Most poison, female serial but... killers are not this bold. In order what, to sometimes take... you can have- You're looking at someone who's able to, to overpower and take out cells of mafiosos. I, Look at what she, look at what uh, the Silent Night Killer did in, where was the uh, the mobster case? Uh, Anaheim. Look at what happened in Anaheim. You're looking at somebody who's incredibly organized, who is able to take out and overpower an entire lieutenant cell of the Italian mob. That is fair. However, most of our records from that entire thing show that every single bullet that was fired was from a long-range, long high-caliber rifle. Okay. It's not hard to stand on top of a roof and start shooting. That's true. Okay. Listen, I'm not saying that your savior here is our Silent Night Killer. What I am saying is, is that they do fit... Parts of the profile. Parts of the profile. So and perhaps, I would like to keep them on for a moment. Perhaps we should be looking at this in a different way than we should be using aspects of the profile to eliminate suspects since that is typically much more valuable. All right. So 
what parts of the profile is Miss Kinsey fitting? Head trauma. Okay. Um. Qu uh, questionable integrity as far as what she's saying to me. You think she's lying to you? I think that she might be. Uh, without a proper polygraph test, it is impossible to tell, but... Polygraphs aren't admissible in court. We don't have any hard evidence. Exactly, but there's still... You could see it in the way that her eyes were moving. I was watching the whole interview, and she just looked like someone who was scared. Who wants to go home and find her dog. Who thought she had done something good, and now she's being punished for it. That's fair. Alright, um, so what do you suggest that we do? I think we release her and uh, follow up in a day or so. In okay. the meantime, do some preliminary work research, but continue working the profile. Um, if the Silent Night Killer is still in DC and they got away from me, then the time we've spent investigating and interrogating Miss Kinsey. Wait, wait, wait. You were knocked out by the Silent Night Killer. Yeah. What did they look like? I couldn't see. They were hooded. Broad shoulders tall um military boots i remember that much christine is any of that true for your character i mean i have a hood on my jacket but my character's like average height and like sneakers you are lying to your commanding officer please make me a... i said earlier i put my hood up so that's manipulation the... manipulation that... and subterfuge difficulty eight fuck i only have i have nothing in subterfuge like the hood's the only thing so can I blow a willpower? Yeah. Do I get to re-roll, or does that just add a success? Adds a success. I have one success. Okay. He looks at you, and he does not look at you like he believes you. The only thing that's true is the hood. It's fe fucking February. I I don't know. I, j I remember the boots. That's fair. I'm just... May you know what? Maybe oh, the head, head. trauma... Yeah, that's uh, what I was thinking. Maybe the head trauma is hey, messing with you. Do you mind if I head over to the hospital, have them check me out? Sure thing. Okay. Um, can... Do you want... What are we doing about Kenzie? Um, for now, she's in your care. Um, alright, can I borrow a car? I'm gonna drop her off and then head to the hospital. Yeah, sure thing. Okay. Thank you, Morgan. Agent Morgan. I, I appreciate it. I... I'm sorry if I'm being bullheaded. I just I want to get this right. I don't I don't want this fucker to keep killing. All right. Uh, and you go off and you collect Kenzie. Mm-hmm. Mim, um, I'm gonna take you home. Okay. Um, if you have any, uh, if you think of any information, uh, this is Agent Morgan's card. He's gonna be your direct line of contact. Takes the card. That was yeah, the gentleman I talked to. You're going to be your direct line of contact. Um, his, no, no, Agent Morgan would. Yeah. Agent Morgan's going to be your direct line of contact okay. if you think of any information or if you remember anything. Um, but for now, I'm going to get you home and see about maybe getting a uh, street closed or see about getting with the local DC police and having an officer. Kind of just keeping an eye on your house. Okay. Um, I mean, I'd appreciate that if you think it's necessary. Yeah, we. if the Silent Night Killer saw you and knows that you saw anything, there's a good chance that they might uh, circle back and try and eliminate any collateral.